With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chapter 58 of Andersonville, a story of rebel military prisons by John McElroy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. We leave Savannah. More hopes of exchange. Scenes of departure flankers on the back track toward andersonville alarm thereat at the parting of two ways we finally bring up at camp lawton on the evening of the eleventh of october there came an order for one thousand prisoners to fall in and march out for transfer to some other point of course andrews and i flanked into this crowd that was our usual way of doing holding that the chances were strongly in favour of every movement of prisoners being to our lines we never failed to be numbered in the first squad of prisoners that were sent out the selective mirage of exchange was always luring us on it must come some time certainly and it would be most likely to come to those who were most earnestly searching for it at all events we should leave no means untried to avail ourselves of whatever seeming chances there might be there could be no other motive for this move we argued than exchange the confederacy was not likely to be at the trouble and expense of hauling us about the country without some good reason something better than a wish to make us acquainted with southern scenery and topography it would hardly take us away from savannah so soon after bringing us there for any other purpose than delivery to our people the rebels encouraged this belief with direct assertions of its truth they framed a plausible lie about their having arisen some difficulty concerning the admission of our vessels past the harbour defences of savannah which made it necessary to take us elsewhere probably to charleston for delivery to our men wishes are always the most powerful allies of belief there is little difficulty in convincing a man of that of which he wants to be convinced we forgot the lie told us when we were taken from andersonville and believed the one which was told us now andrews and i hastily snatched our worldly possession our overcoat blanket can spoon chessboard and men yelled to some of our neighbors that they could have our hitherto much treasured house and running down to the gate forced ourselves well up to the front of the crowd that was being assembled to go out the usual scenes accompanying the departure of first squads were being acted tumultuously every one in the camp wanted to be one of the supposed to be favored few and if not selected at first tried to flank in that is slip into the place of someone else who had had better luck this one naturally resisted displacement v at armis and the fights would become so general as to cause a resemblance to the famed fair of donnybrook the cry would go up 
look out for flankers the lines of the selected would dress up compactly and outsiders trying to force themselves in would get mercilessly pounded we finally got out of the pen and into the cars which soon rolled away to the westward we were packed in too densely to be able to lie down we could hardly sit down andrews and i took up our position in one corner piled our little treasures under us and trying to lean against each other in such a way as to afford mutual support and rest dozed fitfully through a long weary night when morning came we found ourselves running northwest through a poor pine barren country that strongly resembled that we had traversed in coming to savannah the more we looked at it the more familiar it became and soon there was no doubt we were going back to andersonville by noon we had reached millen eighty miles from savannah and fifty-three from augusta it was the junction of the road leading to macon and that running to augusta we halted a little while at the y and to us the minutes were full of anxiety if we turned off to the left we were going back to andersonville if we took the right-hand road we were on the way to charleston or richmond with chances in favor of exchange at length we started and to our joy our engine took the right-hand track we stopped again after a run of five miles in the midst of one of the open scattering forests of long-leaved pine that i have before described we were ordered out of the cars and marching a few rods came in sight of another of those hateful stockades which seemed to be as natural products of the sterile sand of that dreary land as its desolate woods and its breed of boy murderers and grey-headed assassins again our hearts sank and death seemed more welcome than incarceration in those gloomy wooden walls we marched despondently up to the gates of the prison and halted while a party of rebel clerks made a list of our names rank companies and regiments as they were rebels it was slow work reading and writing never came by nature as dogberry would say to any man fighting for secession as a rule he took to them as reluctantly as if he thought them cunning inventions of the northern abolitionists to perplex and demoralize him what a half-dozen boys taken out of our own ranks would have done with ease in an hour or so these rebels worried over all of the afternoon and then their register of us was so imperfect badly written and misspelled that the yankee clerks afterwards detailed for the purpose never could succeed in reducing it to intelligibility we learned that the place at which we had arrived was camp lawton but we almost always spoke of it as millen the same as camp sumter is universally known as andersonville shortly after dark we were turned inside the stockade being the first that had entered there was quite a quantity of wood the offal from the timber used in constructing the stockade lying on the ground the night was chilly one we soon had a number of fires blazing green pitch pine when burned gives off a peculiar pungent odor which is never forgotten by one who has once smelled it i first became acquainted with it on entering andersonville and to this day it is the most powerful remembrance i can have of the opening of that dreadful iliad of woes on my journey to washington of late years the locomotives are invariably fed with pitch pine as we near the capital and as the well-remembered smell reaches me i grow sick at heart with the flood of saddening recollections indissolubly associated with it 
as our fires blazed up the clinging penetrating fumes diffused themselves everywhere the night was as cool as the one when we arrived at andersonville the earth meagerly sodded with sparse hard wiry grass was the same the same piney breezes blew in from the surrounding trees the same dismal owls hooted at us the same mournful whippoorwill lamented god knows what in the gathering twilight what we both felt in the gloomy recesses of downcast hearts andrews expressed as he turned to me with my god mac this looks like andersonville all over again a cupful of cornmeal was issued to each of us i hunted up some water andrews made a stiff dough and spread it about half an inch thick on the back of our chessboard he propped this up before the fire and when the surface was neatly browned over slipped it off the board and turned it over to brown the other side similarly this done we divided it carefully between us swallowed it in silence spread our old overcoat on the ground tucked chessboard can and spoon under far enough to be out of the reach of thieves adjusted the thin blanket so as to get the most possible warmth out of it crawled in close together and went to sleep this thank heaven we could do we could still sleep and nature had some opportunity to repair the waste of the day we slept and forgot where we were End of chapter 58